See, that's how I feel all the time when I sit on smaller motorcycles. And uh, I swear this isn't going to be a motorcycle episode, but it probably will be a motorcycle episode. So I don't know what you're talking about. What's a motorcycle? I mean, but it'll, it'll go off the rails. Don't you mean motorcycle? Motorcycle. Motorcycle. But anyway, thanks for coming out, guys. Um, yeah. Fucking roll that intro. Josh, with me is David. We have a very special guest this evening. We have uh, Jimmy Road Beans from the Below Two Owls podcast. Something like that. Yeah, no, it's Johnny Roadblock from the Between Two Wheels podcast. I had to mispronounce it because he mispronounced our podcast a couple times. One time. Nothing but love, bro. I mispronounced it once, and I'll tell you, when I was recording that, I was high as fuck. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's the best excuse ever. Yeah, like yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. When when you travel to California as much as I was last year, oh Jesus, I bet. Oh, I came home with all kinds of very happy vapes. Lots of, and lots of chewies. Actually, I didn't bring a bunch of those back. My dad had to have uh, rotator cuff surgery, so I brought him some. Nice. And like a like a son should. Yeah, and then. On my bucket list of things, I wanted to get high with my dad. Because, you know, growing up, weed's bad, weed's this, weed's that. (laughs) Well, you know, I I lost my mom last week. Yeah, sorry, man. And I was able to fulfill one of my bucket list items. And every night since my mom died, my dad and I have been getting high as fuck. Nice, okay. So. Well, that's good. It's yeah. been it's been uh, interesting. My dad had a bunch of cancer, and uh, he that I mean I'm not gonna say either way, but that definitely lightened his uh, his stance against um, the electric lettuce. So. Yeah, I mean, so I have a heart condition. You know, when I was 32, I had to have double bypass. Oh wow! And I've always had high blood pressure. Since I became a regular toker, my blood pressure has regulated down to a normal blood pressure. Oh, wow. My cardiologist loves it. I, I mean, dude, it. this is all an illusion because marijuana is good for nothing but causing people to rape other people. You know that, right? Yeah, super aggressive. Super no, horrible. No, no, no. I'm just fucking kidding. You please really please don't ever quote me on that. You yeah, really yeah, have yeah, to <laughs> listen to what people are saying, like Donald Trump. It's only the Mexicans who are high on weed that are <laughs> no, doing that, that was, shit. That was way back for Reefer Madness, though. That, that's, been, that's been a thing ever since. <laughs> Here's the thing. Something that's 100% natural, that has very few side effects, other than chill. Yeah. How are you going to outlaw that? That's just stupid. Hungry, happy, sleepy. Luckily, though, the communist state of California fixed it and started the revolution, as Californians do. So it's good. 
But I don't know. We have a vote coming up this year here in Texas uh, for legalizing weed. It's going to be a heavy uh, vote, man. It's, it's not going to pass hard. this year, but maybe in two years when they bring it back. You don't think so? No, no. We're, we're still, we still have way too many stick-up-the-ass Christians who are voting, and that's who's killing it. I feel like that's really sad, man. We Christians, do have a ton Christians of, that don't realize that, like, basically... Well, I said Christians. Evangelicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. who killed it two years ago when we tried. So this year it'll still get killed, but I think we have enough Californians moving in into Texas, Austin. Exactly. That's so maybe that's Dallas, the thing. Maybe they're that, just they're just moving here to uh, sway the vote. Yeah, try to get things right like the way they should be. I don't know, man. But you would think though, with a billionaire president who's all about making the right, you know, business deals, he would have legalized this shit. Well, I mean, I you figure like that to me, like that's because like, that's to me, great it's like revenue. Let, let all the immigrants in you want. And get them to pay taxes, document, like, whether they're full citizens or not, document them, collect some taxes, right? I, I have a fix for all of that issue. Well, and then legalize the, marijuana. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Consumption tax. Throw a consumption tax on everything we buy. It's a sales tax or a value-added tax. But do a 10% sales tax on everything. All that money goes to the federal government. Because let's face it. Someone comes from Mexico or any other country or hell, even us. We go to work, we get our pay, we spend our pay. Yep. Now, a lot of the immigrants coming in, they are sending money home, but they still have to live. They still have to go and buy food, buy fuel, all this other stuff. Tax consumption. That's how you equalize the difference between the rich and the poor. The poor people buy less expensive stuff. The rich people buy a lot more expensive stuff. You tax what they're buying, you get your revenue. And then you get rid of the IRS altogether or just keep enough people around for corporate tax. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a few things you had to consider. To go back to your Trump point, whatever you think this guy has done up until this point, this is any president. Yeah. They're not going to do anything so blatantly against what the majority of their base is in their first term. So if you look at the right. ultra conservatives, the people that are very brow pushing whatnots, that still manage to vote for a Trump because he's not a communist, they're not going to vote for him if he's going, yeah, weed's legal. And it might jeopardize his stance if he does it in his first term. In his second term, who, who cares knows? at that point? Who gives a shit? I mean, the guy's a moderate to begin with, so I think there's a lot of freedoms that we're not really thinking about because we're too busy dealing with what the media is saying about how shitty his mouth is yeah. uh, and the couple of things he said in the past and grab who by the what, who gives a shit, right? Grow up, you're an adult, deal with it. Everybody says something stupid. Um, but that doesn't sell advertisements on websites nah. and TV broadcasts. Man, we had really? a long lunch conversation today about journalistic integrity Ugh. and how it doesn't exist anymore. And how, like, you know, everything's, everything's clickbait now. And we were talking about, like, what... Basically, it was, it was spurred on by, like, what we want to have on the televisions in our break room, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of, we... Our, our CEO's like, let's keep it to Hulu, like, HGTV, like, <laughs> non-political, seriously, like, house hunters and shit, like... And that's fucking brilliant to me, because, like, if somebody's 
If, it, if and somebody's like, well, why don't we do news channels? I'm like, well, because we don't want fights in the break room. Because somebody's going to come in and be like, why ain't both TVs on Fox News? And somebody's going to be, because it's fucking bullshit. And then somebody else is going to be like, no, it's that CNN. It's fucking bullshit. Fake news. Fake news. And they're going to fucking start arguing. And we don't want that. I don't want that in my fucking workplace. So let's keep it. Let's keep it with a guy with ADD building houses for people who fucking need it. Let's do that. Let's extreme home makeover. Let's do that shit. That's coming back too, by the way. That's one of my favorite fucking shows because <laughs> those people, actually, because I could probably send in for it at this point and be like, "Yo, we want to. We're trying to start a dog rescue, so you want to help us out, Ty? What up?" Yeah. But anyway, um, that was a great show. Every time I watched that show, I fucking felt good. You are the dog rescue, by the way. I mean, we are. What, what, no, 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 really no. She's rescuing you. You are the dog. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that yeah, dude, sure. my, my fucking vest has black dog on the back. I d- don't deny any of that shit. <laughs> so the first time I ever rode a motorcycle without a helmet on, I was like, dude, I am literally just a dog with its head out the fucking window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is my you life. like a dog rescue. My so. life is being yeah. a dog with its head out the window. Tongue yeah. out and everything. Just, yeah, yeah. Might as well. It's where it's at. It's where it's at. Yeah. It's a good place to be in. The, the whole thing around politics, if you, in, in journalism, if you put CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, all on the same, at the same time, it's all going to be the same story, just with one twist or the other. Well, because they all have the same source, and it's all BBC News. Or, well, the thing is, or route, routers, router, routers. Yeah, or RT. Yeah. The issue with the alphabet channels, and it doesn't matter which one you prescribe to, is they're all bought and sold. So none of it's going to be, like Connor's saying, a, you know, anything that has any kind of integrity at all. And that's what we're missing when it comes to any sourcing or any news or what. Yeah. The, what the hell is truth anymore? You know, it's, it's going to sound weird, but the most... I would say the most unbiased news source I've seen lately, and this, and I say lately in the last five years, is Al Jazeera. Yeah, Ooh. I can see that. They they actually do a damn good job of just presenting facts, not throwing a twist on it one way or the other. And it, it's a Qatari based, it's a Qatari based news organization that was usually really good about telling the terrorists where American troops were. But ever since Al Gore got involved with Al Jazeera, it's actually kind of smoothed out. Their news stories are good, and most of the fluff is gone. Kind of makes you wonder what kind of deals Al Gore's been getting himself into. You ever been to CelebJihad.com? Isn't that the porn site? It is now. (laughs) But it started out as kind of like it was a satire site. It would just, it was just, they would do Hollywood news and then they would be like, you know, like the infidel metal strip has fucking, like all the articles were just (laughs) editorialized and it was just as if some like Muslim radical or some fucking Taliban guy was like, you know. Hyper focusing on some with snowers reporting on the issues, and he was just like, All of the heathen Americans who should burn will be, you know, watching the Oscars next week. We expect it to be, uh, you know, Bradley Cooper up for the Oscar this year, <laughs> <laughs> but that is not my opinion. Like, it, it was fucking great, but now, yeah, now it has turned into kind of a porn site. It's, it's been wait, what is this site called? Because I need to celeb jihad, celebrity jihad, I think. 
But yeah. They do have great images of, you know, nude. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty much become to me like one of the new playboys. It's like, yeah, if you if you want to look at naked women fine or naked people actually, they really don't discriminate much. Um, but uh, if you want to read the articles, they're they're fucking hilarious. It's like a chive article written mm. by a jihadi. Uh, right, total, so, total side note. Did you get cheese fries? Yeah. Good God, man. What a fantastic idea. Nice uh, Adam. As I hate Hungry Boy. Hungry Boy says it's a fantastic idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On your fries. And he said, yeah. I, just, I don't remember it. the last time I had <laughs> cheese fries, and those look like, delicious. I was about to say, this is good. <laughs> I just wonder, who's the guy... You know, there's always that one guy that always gets cheese fries. What does his life look like? Is it greasy? <laughs> uh, short. It looks, ends with it him looks grabbing like, his left arm, probably. It looks good, obviously. Short, grabbing his left good. arm. Um, what? Partially some, bald, but yeah. covering up with a comb over. He's missing some bacon bits, though. Like, no, I feel like he'd probably bacon. shave his head and grow a beard at this point, like in this day and age. He's just the or guy. A really probably, good goatee. He might has a neck tat. He might have a neck tattoo. <laughs> you got a, a neck tattoo that says like fucking cheddars or, or not cheddars, cheddar, but uh, uh, Applebee's. Uh, no, what's the one that does the badass cheese fries? Uh, Snuffers. He's definitely the guy that drinks craft beer and is a snob about it. Oh maybe, oh maybe, but he probably can't afford that shit. Okay, okay. So we're gonna go. It, it's. It's one of your basic pale ale, you know, standard pattern pale ales. Bottom. Thanks, buddy. That's Damon here. Say hey, Damon. What's up, everybody? Cheers. Happy Wednesday. It's our lovely barkeep here at the Tavern on Main Street, downtown Richardson, Texas. There's a little construction, but... Go the uh, back way. Yeah, go the back way. It's worth it. It's cold, man. That's what she said. The best way. It's I mean, she said. But, see, <laughs> but in this case, the back way isn't muddy. So... Okay. Okay. Some more tea, buddy. Thank you. But, uh, the, the oh, yeah, non drinker of the group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roadblock doesn't Im- imbibe. No, no. He's an inhaler. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> no hangovers. That is true. Unless, okay, so the first time I ever ate an edible. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Dude, number one. Number one. I'd listened to fucking way back in the day when. Kevin Smith had Joe Rogan on his podcast, and they were talking about edible weed, and he was like, listen, it's different. Don't go in there like, dude, I could take a bong grip like a champ and, like, eat half this chocolate bar, because know what? You're <laughs> going to forget your fucking phone number, all right? So, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to be careful, and my buddy made this chocolate, and I got it from him, and um, this was, like, after my dad was in, re- in recovery, and... Um, so I've shared with him, of course, but like I was at their house and like I ate, you know, like a Hershey bar, right? Mm-hmm. I ate like three squares. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you got tore up. Oh my God. <laughs> like, so I was, I think I was watching The Office on Netflix, dude. And you know, like the first stage was like I melted, right? I was just, I was in this really comfortable chair and I was like, whoop, you know, became one with the chair. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know that feeling when you have that dream when you slip and fall and then you wake up real fast? Yeah. That started happening over and over again. And then I figured out that that was, that was like the launch countdown. Mm. So I just had to go with it. And when I figured <laughs> that out, dude, I felt like I fucking floated up off the couch, man. Dude, I was high as giraffe pussy for a long time. 
And I finally, I was in bed and I was like, why won't this fucking stop? I got to get up for work tomorrow. Like, this was back in 2015. And like, man, I woke up the next morning and I was still fucking high. Like, at that point, it was like I just smoked a joint. Yeah. And like, I'm not a big smoker anymore. And I really wasn't then either. (laughs) But I kind of was a recreational, recreationally or whatever, you know, in legal... Plays it. Ah, who gives a fuck? Right. Anyway, there's only 15 of y'all listening anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all related to you. And somebody's ex girlfriend. Somebody's yeah. going to bat. Hey, cheers. Cheers. But, uh. Oh, wait. Oh, oh shit. That's an, a- that's, an a- that's an after show conversation. Uh, anyway. For sure, for sure. Uh, my, my, my first edible experience was in uh, this past December, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was in uh, Colorado. Okay. We had uh, I tried a cookie and it's a ten milligram one, and then maybe I uh, I ate it and then uh, about an hour later I'm just laughing at just random shit just fucking my chest was hurting too I was like <laughs> scared too I was like what the fuck why does my chest hurt and I'm just it's laughing from laughing <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> like, I'm just laughing my ass I've been mean, like. I, I fell asleep laughing too. I don't know how that and works. see, that's like every time I hear Joey Diaz talk about his two hundred milligram fucking stars of death, I'm like, oh my god, this guy. I mean, number one, he's got the a definition a, the, of a beautiful man. He's so. got the tolerance of a fucking god, obviously, because oh, uh, he's yes. you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's like, dog, I got these two hundred milligram death stars. I'm gonna fucking put you on the moon. And he started sneaking them. He was like, Lee, take this. He was like, how much is it? And he's like. Nothing but 25 milligrams, dog. Don't worry about it. He slipped him like a 250. And he was like, he's like, don't worry. I sat with him the whole time. He's fine. Like, and yeah. his fucking producer, Lee, was like, just out of his fucking mind. He's like, am I going to die? Am I going to die? That was one of my favorite recordings was the police officer that stole the brownies from their rest. And he took them home. And he and his wife ate them. Like the whole tray between the two of them. Oh no. And they were calling 911 because they were like, We're dying. We're dying. <laughs> we're dying. And they're like, No, like what happened? They're like, we, we, we ate some pot brownies. And they're like, Okay. I mean, they were like super honest because it's like, I'm dying and I need you to help me. You know, they were totally panicked. Uh, and the 911 <laughs> officer is like, Look, okay, it's just weed. You're not gonna die, so I need you to take a deep breath and like, I, dude, I could vouch for that shit. I had my first panic attack ever when I was like 28 years old, it completely out of the blue. I'd never been a panic attack guy. I'd always been like, kind of like, I just breathe through it, you fucking pussy. Yeah, when I was curled up on the ground with my arms like T-Rex, going, oh, this is it. It's the big one. I have no reason to think I have heart problems, but I'm definitely dying. Like, you just get into your own head, man, and it's fucking over. Yeah. Um, dude, yeah, I now hey, all you guys have anxiety, panic attacks. I feel your pain. Yeah, and that happened to me a couple times <laughs> after that too. And it's just it's not great. But now I've kind of I've kind of learned to manage mine um, by just kind of laughing it off and breathing through it because that's what works for me. But I know some people can't fucking do that shit, and then they fucking they sink into it, and then yeah, dude, you feel like you're dying, like legit. I've never had a real heart attack, but. It sucks. It's probably not as bad as it's yeah. probably not as bad as thinking you're having a heart attack, right? <laughs> so it was when the OGs and I we went up to Arkansas. Okay. And one of the things that didn't make it to the podcast, definitely didn't make it into any of the videos, was right. the nighttime activities. 
Probably a good thing. Yeah, so Justin... Breaking story right here, folks. Justin and his parents, you know, his parents joined us yeah, yeah. at the Airbnb. Because they're, they're the riders, yeah. Yeah. His dad's a hardcore biker. Um, yeah. I mean, so, my, my dad's ridden for a long time before I rode, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, hey, if I was going to get a tattoo of my dad, it would be him on a motorcycle. But Justin has a tattoo of his dad on a motorcycle. It's a badass tattoo. Yeah, it's a badass tribute Mike. to his pops. But that, like, for my dad, it would probably be, I don't know what it would be. Like, it's, he's very prolific, but he didn't have, like, a one thing that really stood out. But, like, his pops is, like, legit, like, old school biker. Yeah. Pretty dope. Like, yeah, I never met the guy. I hope to one day, but, like, I, yeah. He seems if you, like a, if you ever bring your ass down to San Antonio. Well, I'm, I got to come down and pick up the tour pack from Ken, so. Does he still have that? I don't know. <laughs> but, I don't uh, know. So we were there. And, you know, his mom and dad, they, his mom was smoking or vaping. The, all of the guys, we were vaping pretty hard. And it got, I got so obliterated that yeah. my iPhone would not recognize my face to unlock. Because <laughs> your eyes are too slanted? <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. We're looking for a white dude, not an Asian guy. Oh, man. Uh, and it was, uh, yo, it was funny. That was the same night that Justin's mom tried to make out with me. Oh, no. And give me chest compressions. I was laughing so hard that I went silent, but was still laughing. <laughs> oh, no. So you went, so you went so from so your laughing. your body's moving. You went from laughing to the whistling to the fucking just no sound it's, at all. It's the wheeze laugh. Yeah. There's no sound coming It's, out. it's o- only dogs in like Idaho could hear it. <laughs> yeah, it was That's fucking brilliant. But uh, to, yeah, my phone wouldn't open. Somewhere somebody was yelling at their fucking Cocker Spaniel because fucking yeah. Roblox having him laughing his ass off and it's all out there. <laughs> Shut dog. up, Cammy! Shut up! The dog whisper. Dog's like, I can hear you too! Feel <laughs> <laughs> your pain. But... Oh, yeah. That's a good story, dude. It's been fun the last nine months. Because, honestly, growing up, I got drug tested every week for wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't, and then... To make sure you weren't on the steroids? Yeah. And then when I joined the Navy, after about the first year, they had, our corpsman had brought us in and said, Hey, they need us to take these new vaccines. I was like, okay, well, what do they do? He's like, steroids. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But when you look at the shot record, it's, you know, these four shots all start with X and then the shot code. Uh. So, you know, the eight of us, we line up. He injects us all. Yeah. Three days later, we still haven't been to sleep yet. <laughs> Shit. And we're fully operational in country. So All right. I was like, huh. So fast forward like six months, I'm back in the middle, I'm back in Bahrain, and my command had a command wide piss test. So I'm walking. <laughs> you pop for like oh, 900 shit. things, and you're like, no! So I'm, I'm walking, and my admiral calls me. He's like, hey, I heard that your command had a uh, full, full drug sweep. I was like, yeah. He's like, where are you at right now? I was like, well, I'm on base. I'm walking to the uh, the piss test place. He's like, stop. Uh-oh. 
You are never to be drug tested. Find the rest of your fire team right now. I was like, wait, what? I could have been smoking weed this entire time? He's like, no, 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 no. Just do not go for your piss test. So I didn't. But we took a, a piss test that was just the eight of us. Because we wanted to see what was in our shit. And it had all kinds of amphetamines. What the fuck? So they were testing out this highly concentrated speed that was a slow release because they wanted to see if they could keep soldiers operational. Mm-hmm. But then when we crashed, we crashed hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. For sure. So I think we slept for like two straight days in sick bay. Yeah, oh, so shit. if you're... So if, if you're... <clears throat> come down. So if your team's up for eight days, then you definitely only want to put them on a four-day op so they can come home and sleep. You know. Yeah. That's because you don't want them crashing on op because that would be fucking disastrous. Well, that's crazy that they would test it on so... Well, actually, it's not crazy. It's not. But I would say that's pretty it's legit. Not. Well, they're, they're actually really bad about testing stupid shit I was on say, special operators. Oh, for sure, for sure. So I was in the intelligence side. It's kind of like what you signed up for. Yeah, yeah. Like now, when I went to SWIC school, I had to sign a death and dismemberment thing. Right. That... Myself, my next of kin, or my family could not sue the government if I lose a limb or I die in combat. Right. I don't know. I was 19 and stupid. Sure, I'll sign I, it. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Who cares? Dedicated, motivated. Mm-hmm. I'm just dropping that shit song. all over the floor. Hey, man, it's okay. We don't have cameras. I know. Yet. I can stuff my face and no one on YouTube. Exactly, exactly. They can only hear the fact that you may be chewing tobacco. I don't know. He killed those cheese fries, though. But it's cheese fries tobacco. You don't get my size by being a punk when it comes to eating. Uh, That's true. That's true. (laughs) But you know what? If there was a dude that I would put you up against, it'd be this guy. Uh To eat? Dave's the Terminator. Like, for real. Like, this dude... Yeah, I eat a lot, man. He can do just, stuff. Like he can because my stuff. I have a lot of that's my metabolism, man. I'm always just active. And he's so skinny as shit. Like y'all can't see him right now, but he is skinny as shit. And it's like, all right, well, can I have some of that metabolism, please? <clears throat> well, I try to do the lint thing today, and I try to not to eat meat. Like I'm trying not to, since I'm only part time religious. I'm only doing it for like 20 days. <laughs> so like, i <laughs> I, I was fucking like, love it. I was like, let me just try it for like a day. And I was like, <laughs> so he's I was like, like, listen, I'm a hundred percent. He's like, I'm hundred percent Mexican. I'm only like, like, like forty five percent Catholic. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like, I mean, I was raised Catholic, but I'm not Catholic anymore. I'm not yeah. believing God, but you know. So like, you're, you're God, a true Catholic, not practicing. There you go. <laughs> okay. Exactly, exactly. Exactly my point. And I, looked, I even Googled it. I was like, how long does Lit last? 40 days? I'll do 20. I'll do 20. But you know, that's, that's good. That's good. No, hey, man. You know, so it's, it's, it's the effort. Well, giving things up is, a, is, is, a, is an exercise in self-discipline, right? So, yeah. like, if you can be like, man, you know what? I'm not going to do this for... I mean, like, one day, one month, uh, like, when uh, Rogan and them were doing Sober October, I was like, okay, nothing but beer. I'm only gonna have three beers a night. Granted, I don't think that's how that works. But for me, it's uh, it's pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So at this time, I was probably drinking 
every night. And uh, maybe I was drinking heavily every you? night. So no. it was it was kind of a, a, a big step. Okay, and it was okay, liquor. Okay. Liquor, 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 Didn't liquor, liquor. did we both kind of cut at the same time without talking yeah, to each other? Yeah, I think so. Because I, I, I didn't even realize it was Sober October. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. Just but I said, but I said, Sober October over at Logie's, and they were like, "Uh, shit." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There yeah, goes, goes eighty dropped. bucks a night from this guy. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, so that was the thing. So, but you switched from liquor yeah, to beer. Just to How three, many beers were you having per night? Three beers a night. Okay. They were about a liter a piece, but. There were the big beers. <laughs> so, that's how I cheated. There were a few days, I will say. But I didn't have a single shot the whole time. To your credit, there were a few days you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, there but, were a few times you cracked and had that But no, beer. that was, I mean, so the only time I was drinking, I, so I, not only did I stop drinking and going out like every night, I cut it down to one night a week and had three beers on that night. So three liters of beer on that night once a week instead of going out every night and drinking liquor. So it was a pretty big deal. Uh, but I mean, honestly, like seriously, I've, I've cut carbs out for the past three weeks. It's just a, it's a, like, it's an action of will, right? Right, right, right. You, um, want, you want to know someone's going to just fuck with your mind? Uh-oh. Switch to a plant-based diet. Not, I'm not telling you to go vegan. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's too many politics with that. And you're not allowed to wear leather and all that bullshit. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but if you go to plant-based, so my wife did this, and she's been doing it for like the last month, month and a half. And... She feels better. She gets better, and she always slept a lot, but she gets better sleep. So when the dogs wake her up at nine o'clock, she's actually jumping out of bed. See, I wake the dogs up because I'm getting up at four. All right, so I need my commute at five to get to work by six. So, like, for me, what I've done lately, um, and I mean, so my Jade. My fiance, she loves like pasta and bread, and uh, that's her. She loves it. Mm-hmm. And but she's a te- you, you met her. She's a teeny little thing. Um, so she's I'm, a quarter of you. Uh, probably less. <laughs> no, no, no. You're about right. You're about right. Quarter. A uh, little bit. A little bit more than a quarter. Because she can't weigh more than. She's like what? a buck. She's a buck twenty if she's holding the five pound weight. Probably. Right. Um, I was thinking she's probably sub one hundred. No, 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 definitely no, not. No. She, uh, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> but, uh, she's not a dainty individual by any means. She's petite, but she's, she's petite, not, yeah. but a fucking. Hoss. But she's fucking farm strong, dude. Yeah. yeah. This girl can throw like two fifty-pound bags of dog food on her shoulders and walk, you know, fifty to eighty yards upstairs of a couple stairs. Like, I wouldn't expect that. Not to dive too deep in your personal life, but how does the sex work? Are you on top <laughs> or is she? Uh, so, or is it more you're hitting it from behind? Uh, <laughs> dog rescue, uh, doggy style. Doggy style. There we go. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna button that up because if I was to discuss that, it might stop. So, uh, okay. We'll just, we'll just go. She's a very shy individual. Yep. Like I said, you met her, and uh, David, you haven't met her yet. Yeah, you met her. Yeah, the football game thing. But uh, and Josh knows her, obviously. But. uh yeah, we're 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 not going there. But anyway, um, 
Wow. Can I? Can I? I gotta hit. Okay. I just. I just dropped the topic. Holy shit. Uh, let me. Okay. Let me dovetail back to something. I keep like hearing plant bases. Plant right, based. Right, that. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. The big caveat in people going plant based is they're eating better sourced foods. Correct. The issue with everything else, people are still consuming a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. They're consuming a lot of carbs, which are sugars. Yes. Or the meat sources they're getting are garbage, and they're filled with things like E. coli. Because if you look at anything to do with the meat industry in this country, it's garbage. Mm-hmm. So, okay. what you could be doing that would be better for yourselves getting better source meats. But the the rage now is plant based. But if you look at absorption levels, it's significantly less than getting your pr- protein. From something like beef, but getting a quality beef source Correct. is also a struggle. Is About the is, same amount also, of struggle. So, like when we had Boarhead on, were you here? You were here for that episode, yeah? I believe so, yeah. Jungle Man. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he was talking about. Uh, shout out to Boarhead. Hey, buddy. Um, you fucking rock. Yeah, dude. Um, so he was talking about the the maximum absorption level of, of for turmeric um, in your body. Like the best you're gonna get is a, a, a tea, teaspoon. A day, period, and like his tincture has a little bit of alcohol in it, mixed in, so your body absorbs it quicker. It's a little bit more palpable uh, for your body. It's not tasty, but uh, it, it was that. It, you can either that way you can mix it with whatever you want. You can put it in juice. You can put it in whatever. But the bioavailability, like the maximum amount your body can absorb, is the amount that's contained in that one teaspoon with the rest of the tincture, right? So as long as you shake it up, you're pretty good. So like protein, you can absorb max. I mean, okay, unless you're fucking Eddie Hall or Hathor Bjornsson or fucking whatever, where you're just constantly tearing muscle and just that's all you do all day. Here's the thing. You and I, our absorption rates for anything is going to be significantly different than both of these guys. Right. And there's so many different reasons for that to occur. Right. Metabolism, just fat content. You know, what is your body fat compared to his body fat? 100%. So all these things play a factor. So you and I, we would need to consume more protein than the two of y'all just to maintain. Well, the thing is, I don't think either of you gentlemen would want to maintain your current status quo. If you were doing no. something, and that the same would go for David and I. If we were trying to make a change, it wouldn't be trying to maintain. It would be an issue of how do we make a significant change because this is where our bodies have been at for however long. Right. So myself, if, if I want to make a significant change, I've got to do at least uh, a gram of protein per pound. So I need anywhere from 160 to 200 grams of protein in a day yeah for me to not just maintain but be able to change my body composition and what things are doing what a lot of people miss is what kind of fats you're consuming yeah so the confusion is between animal fats and things along those lines like avocados the same the same stuff those lipids are vastly important to all of your body's process exactly so if you were upping your proteins, you'd want to then up more your fat consumption. Yeah. Ideally, you'd be consuming more fat by gram than you would be 
proteins, and you'd be dropping your sugar intake. Yeah, yeah your carbs. Yeah. You want to you want to minimize your carb intake as much as possible because fat is a better fuel source for the body than Absolutely. carbs. And if you're not consuming the sugars, your bodies and your enzymes are responding accordingly, not storing anything, and anything it doesn't use, it's shitting out. Yeah. yeah. So and that's sure. that's why the keto diet really took off. Yeah. Absolutely. Is because they're playing on that aspect. But it really comes down to which Netflix documentary is the most popular? <laughs> oh exactly. my god. Uh, comes uh, down to what a, podcast do you listen right. to? So there's a caveat on that. Like, so last year I did my part-time uh, Lent. I did it for 30 days, though, instead of 20 days. Oh shit, so you're cutting down on Lent? Uh, yeah, every day. <laughs> so, so next so year, like, that's 10, what you're giving up? For 10 days. <laughs> So this year you're giving up Lent from last year? Is that kind of the deal? Yeah, he's three so quarters Catholic right. then. Now he's only half. So every year he's giving up a little bit of Catholicism. Exactly. Yeah. So okay, so yeah, a little year, bit of guilt by proxy. For, for sure. So last year I did 30 days with no meat, and I had to train my body to like, you know, eat certain proteins that you were saying, like, you know, avocado, beans, and uh, I think I had mushroom. And so I was taking like five shits a day like i was like what this isn't right i was like why is this doing this but then like uh what your what your wife was saying i was feeling good like morning i was waking up great like not feeling sluggish not feeling tired i was like man this is really really good and then like after 30 days i finally ate like a burger and i just fucking went crazy i was like what the fuck am i missing but like it was a good diet though like yeah. just like no meat that's all i did have, you, no have either have any of y'all tried the impossible Burgers or the yeah, yeah, I didn't like it at all. That. I did not like. I it. didn't have a problem with it at all. Actually, I, I, I thought it tasted great. Yeah, the first time I tried it was actually right after the Bring It Home ride. Okay, um, we went to Burger King and I was like, "Oh, they have it, cool." So I got one. Dad was like, "That's queer." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, no, 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 no big deal." Whatever. He didn't say those words, but you know. Yeah. Um, in those, in that line. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a hot button. So Damon brought us a hot topic right now. So is the Kool-Aid man the jar or the pitcher, or is he the liquid inside? Ooh. Just we can just break from our fitness conversation for now. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> oh man, a whole I lot think, of I think he's like Agent Klaus in Hellboy 2, where he's the liquid and he commands the pitcher around him, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so the vessel was just that. It's just the vessel. Just a vessel. That's right. He is he is like water. Water can fit into any container. It's just kind of but like water smashes rock. Like Bruce Lee says, right? Okay. But didn't so Bruce Lee <laughs> man didn't Bruce Lee get his ass kicked? <laughs> I know, right? No. Uh, by poison. <laughs> well no, I'm not I would get my ass kicked by poison too. Who was it? There's an actor that whooped his ass. Bad. No, no, no. It was Chuck Honor. Norris whose ass he whooped. Yeah, let's say he whooped Chuck Norris. Yeah. No, I'm not. There's, like, there's, there's suspect uh, that maybe one master somewhere, some kung fu guy, maybe beat him. But that would be the only instance, if ever, that there's actually a recording of him being... Uh, "Quote unquote," beat up by somebody else. And I'm a total fanboy, so I would probably ignore that if I saw it. Yeah, I don't think it really sure. matters because if you look at it at the end of the day, there's always somebody, always yeah. somebody that's better, faster, stronger yeah. than you. Yeah, yeah. Unless so. you're Mike Tyson. 
There's still somebody better, faster, and stronger than Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson in just did the it 90s, on that. Or in just, the 80s. Like, he just it, did it on that stage. Right, right, right. It doesn't mean there's not somebody out there that's better, faster, and stronger than Tyson. They just weren't fighting on that stage. So I'm real sure, no matter who you put against Mike Tyson in his prime, I'm real sure whoever the fuck that was would try to throw a fucking overside roundhouse kick or whatever. Tyson would slip that shit and put him to sleep. If not, fucking kill him. Tyson's because they're so because they're so out of his weight class, right? So like right, right, the guys right. you see jumping around aren't heavyweights, right? They're not heavyweight boxer size, you know. Mike Tyson, and I was actually the funny thing was like I was talking to, I think it was it might have been my folks, I don't remember who it was. Um, I was talking to somebody, but I was like, man, like listen to Mike Tyson now, he's the nicest guy on the fucking planet. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're like, man, he was such a monster back in the day. It's like, well, that, yeah, that's because like ever since he was like. Like thirteen or fourteen, he had a boxing trainer in his in his in his ear telling him like you're you're a murderer, you're a killer, you're this and that. And that's yeah. all you are, yeah. right? Yeah. So he was built up to be this fucking monster, monster, which he was, and he was the toughest motherfucker on the planet. I'm not gonna lie, like you know, it don't matter who you are, I'm gonna eat your fucking children. Like that, that was him, children. man. But now he's like. Yeah, you'll come out out to Tyson Farms. Yeah. We're gonna have this like this music event and we're gonna have these bands play. And he loves doing karaoke too. And though. weed is fucking super cheap. Yeah, like <laughs> that's all he's doing. He has his own brand of weed, he's got a fucking farm. Yeah, yeah. Like he's chilled on super out. Chill. And it's hilarious to listen to this guy who used Fuck yeah, Because you also have to think about the fact that like when he was nineteen years old, remember who everybody at this table. Yeah. Remember who you were at nineteen years old? Shit. Holy shit. I don't know. Remember, like, how bad you thought you were? Yeah. And you were like, hey, man, I'm invincible. Imagine if somebody and everybody in the world also was like, you're the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Yeah. You've knocked out everybody. Mm-hmm. And Is he 19 at that time? He was 19 when he was the world champ. Okay. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, mistaken. But, like, dude... That's a big dude. That's a horrible fucking thing. Yeah. To tell somebody with a brain that's as underdeveloped as a 19-year-old's is, especially when they've been brainwashed to be like kill, 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 that they are the toughest man on the planet, which he was at the time. Because, like, okay, so one of my favorite stories about Mike Tyson was actually from, uh, not Triple H, but uh, Chris Jericho, because. Tyson went on oh, WWE or WWF, whatever it was at the time. I remember that. And he was, he was supposed to knock out Jericho, right? Mm-hmm. So he threw a fake punch, obviously, because he's not going to hit Jer- right, a right, right. professional wrestler because that's undue right. trauma, right? Right, right? He was like, when that man, he's like, all I heard, he's like, I saw his, I saw his elbow dip back, and then I heard a snap. And it was right next to my face, and my entire face moved like somebody had slapped me. Like, his punch, his fucking punch, was that fast. Shit. So, like, I mean, come on. You, I, I don't care who you've got. Even Bruce, like, Bruce Lee, like, being all as quick as he was, send him flying to Mike Tyson. Mike's going to slip that shit and fucking just, bing, it's over. So, Gene LaBelle was the stuntman... That was called in to educate Bruce Lee 
on not beating up and beating the shit out of all the other stuntmen. I <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, so they, they came in to teach him how to pull punches, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so Gene got hit. Then he puts him in a head. He puts Bruce Lee into a headlock, mm. squeezes the life out of him, and then throws him into a fireman's carry until Bruce Lee cried uncle. Nice. So there it is. And then Bruce Lee hired Gene LaBelle to actually teach him. Because well, his martial arts had no grappling in it. Because, like, if you're a badass, that's so, what you do if yeah. somebody... So LaBelle so taught him yeah. how to grapple. If somebody, if somebody takes away your, you know, if somebody shows you, hey, man, you need to get some ground game. That's like MMA now. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's like uh, I was talking to this guy downstairs, uh, testament to the regular people podcast. I was talking to somebody next to me at the bar. Talk to people next to you at the bar. They're interesting. Don't be an introvert. Get off your fucking phone. Um... He, he was he trains at the Machado school over here and I was like dude I have zero ground game like even like when I was bouncing it was literally like take the guys back and choke them out if I can otherwise it was just like we're just gonna throw punches and kicks and shit until it's over I had no ground game he was like well you need to come take a beginner class and I was like I'm totally down the problem is is I live an hour away currently from the Machado school so I might try to figure something out to where I can get active rolling, but yeah. I really wanted to see that. And that was the thing David and I were talking about earlier is like waiting for perfection or waiting for a certain, a, a certain level of something before you proceed with something else. Yeah. Like sometimes you just got to step in some shit and I'm like, Hey man, I want to lose like 40 pounds, 50 pounds before I do that because no one's going to want to roll with me but. because even if I'm not as good as them, like my strength and my weight are going to, you know, so it's like, oh, fuck that. I'm not going to learn anything with that guy, you know? You know? I'll, I'll, I'll say something, because I, I, I train in some things that are not um, what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Josh, Josh does C-Lot, and C-Lot with a bunch of other... A lot of... There you go. And uh, sit out there, my butt untie. There you go. Gotcha. A lot of things that I could so primarily tie kickboxing. Um, yes. In essence, just to sum it all. Also, up, tie kickboxing s- with a knife. <laughs> 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 kind of. I mean, that's kind of what it is. It's like yeah. it's a lot more complete than that. Well, absolutely. So, a lot of martial arts that you see are focused in one specific area. Yeah. Striking with the hands, striking with the feet, striking with the elbows, the shins, the knees. Grappling, throws, you know, misdirection, somebody's focused on blades. Just you name it, whatever other approach. C-Lot and all the arts that I train are the most complete arts that I've ever seen. Um, Not saying that there aren't others, and I've seen some that are stellar. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily for me or anything I have time to focus on. Mm -hmm. But if you show me a grappler... I might technically grapple, but I don't do MMA mm-hmm. where we're playing. Mine's straight out of warfare. So if somebody's trying to grapple with me, I'm going to rip and tear their joints out of their sockets mm-hmm. because mine's warfare. Mine is survival. Mine is I'm going home, and I didn't want this in the first place, so you probably shouldn't have tried to kill me because I'm going home. That's a big difference. So somebody saying something like Tyson's the best in the world he was the best in the world at what he did at that time period on that stage. Yeah. But what I'm saying is 
there is most definitely somebody that is bigger, faster, stronger, and more deadly than Mike, because Mike's not the ultimate warrior. And anybody claiming to be the ultimate warrior is the first one to die to begin with. That's true. I, yeah. I can agree with that, but... Yeah. But he would, he's holy shit. Not, but... to, not, to, not to downstage Mike Tyson. I mean, the man's a fucking god at what he does. Right. I still think, like, even if you... So even if you had, had started UFC at that time and Mike Tyson had been like, yeah, I'll try to... I'll, I'll get in there and I'll, I'll try to do whatever. You know? But UFC Like, you could have put him up against sport. anybody. Like, even Gracie. And if Gracie tried to shoot him, he just would have punched him. It's still sport. It's a different... It's a different... Yeah, okay, you're discipline. right, you're right. You're there, not, there's you're a not. difference between sport and life and death. But yeah. I will tell you that most of the fighters that I know, and in any fight I've ever been in, it's literally been... And it's probably because I learned this from... Not directly, but learned this from the great Bruce Lee, like, via, you know, philosophy and, and, and reading and, and teaching and all that stuff. Uh, I you always thank you, sir. I always put my life, like I was, it's, it, I put my life down. It's, it's that is what I am playing on the table. Right. But like, you're not. You, you don't. You know. You don't get. You don't get anything from me. Like we are fighting, not or, me and you specifically, but like if I if I am in an altercation oh, where, where violence is necessary, yeah. I lay my life down. Period. Yeah. It is. I am either leaving this alive or I am not leaving this alive. See, I, I don't have a thing where it's like, oh, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a fucking Donnie, we're gonna have a little Donnie Brook, we're gonna have a dad, yeah. a little bit of tussle. I mean, with my friends maybe, but not, not with people I don't know, and not with a, a violent altercation. Uh, also, guns are great because I don't have to fucking worry about any shit being an old fat man now. So when I was in the Navy. We had to learn Muay Thai, which is, in essence, combatives. Yeah, it's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Incredibly Jiu violent. But yeah. a little bit different. But we also had to go through Krav Maga. Yeah. And so the only two, like, literal things where people, oh, yo, I would fight, but I, I, don't, I think I would kill somebody. To me, the only two styles that are legit like that, that I've seen guys, and one of them is C-Lot, and the other one's Krav Maga. C-Lot, I've seen somebody literally tear a chunk out of somebody's hair while they were fucking pulling him down because the guy resisted too much and got he still got his face broken by a knee to the face and then the guy just proceeded to fuck him up. I mean, and then Krav Maga is just literally just made to hurt people. Yeah, sure. But it should you, just be called hurt people. But, you know, it, to yeah. your point, the reason I don't fight is also the exact same reason I wear a full face helmet. Yes. You see this face. I was, your money maker. I was lucky. Yeah. To get my wife with this face, <laughs> I'm not gonna let some. If I come back without my teeth, punch she's gonna me be in like, the face. Ah. So yeah, I mean, in most situations, people give me shit for carrying around a man purse, but I carry a well, not right now because I can't here, but I carry a fucking gun in there. Yeah. Why? Because I'm gonna shoot a motherfucker. Because it's quicker. Yeah. Well, well, because you want to go home. Yeah. Nowadays, I, there's. First off, there is no reason, none, to get into a fight in public. Mm, no. no, no. There's no, nothing. Because no, no matter, no. unless someone, like, starts just beating the shit out of your wife for some reason. Or you. Like, if somebody just jumps on you, yeah. right? Like, yeah. then, by all means, but, hit them and beat them off. But most Wait, no. Beat them until they let go of you, not beat them off. That's not a that's not a fight. That's a violent altercation. True. Where you don't have another option. That's yeah, so what's a fight anymore, then? But but you see all these bar fights. Donnie Brook. 
And Donnybrook. Donnybrook. But you see all these things, and they all start over something stupid. Stupid, yeah. Something that could have been talked through. Yeah, something that should have been talked through. Yeah, hospitals are too goddamn expensive. Lawyers are expensive, too. Yeah. Yeah. So much easier, you know. So is whatever charge you got after the fact. American Law Shield, as soon as you pull your weapon and you fire that first round, it's it's $10,000. You can go get insurance with lawyers that will fight that battle for you. It's like 120 bucks a year. It's nothing. Get it. And if you if you if you have a concealed carry license at all, look into it, because again that first Cause round the price of is ten thousand dollars. Because the price of a Guinness and a shot will cover you for that shit. I just look at it, you know, my fifty-two cent round is going to cost me ten thousand dollars minimum. Unless you unless you. Well, go with the lawyer. You can't yeah. necessarily look at it as costing you ten grand. I mean, you have to consider that. But what you really need to look at is that how how many cents that less than a dollar round yeah. has not just. I mean, depending on what you're shooting, saved your life. My brother's Desert Eagle is well over a dollar round. Okay. Fuck yeah. But but still, that was so fun to shoot, by the way. And I fucked up the video. We shot it on New Year's Day. We went out to the pond and shot. Yeah, fuck you. I'm hey, calling a rap joke. Hey, hey, rap joke. We're talking about lives, man. Lives. Hey, all lives Saving matter. Lives. All lives. All, all lives. Life. Hey, hashtag your life matters, bro. Yes. Your life matters. All, Protect right. it. All lives. all lives matter. But don't get into bullshit fights over... Somebody said something hurts my feelings. On my shoe. Fucking get your panties out of your asshole and figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. I fucking... I commented something on somebody's like, oh, this Jimmy John's guy is disgusting. And I'm like, why? Because he hunted legally with a license and that gave millions of dollars to conservation? Really? That's a thing? It, it, you know, They're like, yeah, but he's naked with a shark. I was like, okay, for that one, that little photo, give him a cell next to Jared, okay? <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> legal hunting, even for endangered species, is very important and it, and it contributes to conservation. Poor Jared. Like, for sure. Poor Jared. I was, I was joking. Come on, Dave. Yeah, oh, important. man, you dude. Right. I fucked up. No, yep, yep. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Come on. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't poor Jared. that. Yeah. You said it. We heard it. Why can't we make stupid jokes anymore? He didn't know who we were talking about. For Christ's sake. But he's so butthurt. But he's so butthurt. It's because of all the snowflakes. Goddamn And, you know, it's our parents' fault. You are so special, little Johnny. You're gonna go to college. And you're gonna be important. No, we need ditch diggers. Yeah, we need people who can do construction on the road where it won't take six fucking months to replace a ten by ten piece of concrete. Correct. So yeah, that's that example is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Do your goddamn job, people. Come on. Look, my fix what, the road. One of my nephews. He's, he's moving down to San Antonio to live with us. And he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was like, well, you need to figure that shit out. Because, one, you're not really college material. You are someone who <laughs> needs to work <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, that's, that's the thing. But this is what we need to start telling these Because students. I went to college for like four or well, three years, four Chicago, years, I'll take it. almost five, and I've got nada. You have an extra? I'm not college material. That's not me. 
That's true. That's uh, maybe true. I'll finish my degree one day. But you know the no, only reason man, I, got, I, went to I decided college, to go to work. I went to college because you paid for it and you paid for it. You had the same benefit. Yeah, but I you did. know why? You know why and I now, paid for it? And now because paying, you did a thing. But I'm paying that I didn't for do. the next guy or girl who's coming out of the military and wants to better themselves. Absolutely. Because let's face it, you need something. But after all the conversations I had with the nephew, he wants to be a welder. He loves working with his hands. He loves all of that good stuff. And oh, oh you have a cutter. cutter. Yeah. Just be careful. Kind of, kind of worn out. It's also my favorite, my favorite Foley knife now. But go ahead. But we'll talk about that later. I'm like, okay. So we start looking at welding school. How much is that going to cost? Twenty thousand dollars to go to a vocational school to learn how to weld or find the dude or a fucking artisan or they can go down the street from the house where they're hiring apprentices to learn how to be a welder for 14 dollars an hour guaranteed after three years you'll be at 20 plus yeah oh so yeah yeah, a dude that i uh or so i didn't even i I met the guy like twice but i dated a girl way back in the day whose brother wrong way a, basically, a, apprenticed his way into being. Both of them had holes on them. Into being a heliarch welder right. for like fucking Raytheon. But uh, that works. So he was making. He's making. He, you know, he he just kept moving up. Damn. But like, he didn't go to college at all. Like right out of high school, he went and he was like, "Hey, what can I do?" And they're like, "Sweep the fucking What's shop floor." Yeah. And then he learned how to weld MIG, and then he learned how to weld ARC, and then he learned how to weld TIG, and or whatever, and then. He got an apprenticeship working for a dude who did heliarc welding. And then he applied for, like, Raytheon. I can't remember if it was TI or Raytheon, one of the two. But he was making more money than, like, I'm pretty sure any of us are making right now. Jeez. And he was 24 years old. Damn. And, you know, he works his ass. He worked his ass off, obviously. Super hot, like, super miserable conditions because Texas in the summer. Ugh. Yeah. No matter how you yeah. ventilate a shop, it's going to be hot. Yeah, also, sure. you're working with a shop, uh, spark that's a gazillion degrees, and you know you're you're going to be uncomfortable, and you know you're going to get burned and whatever. But man, like if you have the want, fucking go for it. Another buddy of mine, um, we were both jobless, and we were working for like a moving contractor. He was the only one with a pickup at the time, and so we were both like. The first, we signed up for like this thing where it was like, oh, you know, if you have a pickup, we'll give you a trailer, and you can go like move for us or whatever. So we went and did that for a day, Man. and we both went to this guy's apartment, and he had a bunch of hardwood furniture that wouldn't fit out of the front door of his apartment, and he wasn't even there to be like, hey, this is how they got it in. And we were just like, uh, so here's the deal. We're gonna turn the trailer back in and fuck you. Hey, We're done. Hey, right? so, yeah. so then I went and decided, hey, I'm gonna go work for this computer builder, right, back in the day, and learn how to build computers. And then he was like, I'm gonna go work for this fucking welding shop. And I mean, he I'm doing okay now, and but he definitely made way more money way quicker. But if you can find somebody like that's, and I love I love Mike Rowe because he's always advocating for like, hey. You don't have to go to college to get a fucking business degree. He's like, if you want to have a good life and make enough money for your family, 
go apprentice with a fucking plumber. Yeah, go, go apprentice go with an electrician. Yeah. yeah. Because we need those. Because those are falling off. Those are the, the, that whole thing for our generation, my generation anyway, and yours too, Roblox, we were, that was downplayed. And it was like, oh, you got to go to college. You got to go uh, be a Mr. Business and fucking go and be a vice president or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> cigars. Whatever the fuck. Uh, no. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm not shitting on cigars. Sorry, guys. No, 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 no. No, cigars are Sorry, right, right, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a doll $25. Go fuck yourself, Willie. Yeah. Uh, love you, Adam Sandler. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, like, we need people that are like, hey, I'm a welder. You know, and it's and people will pay a premium for somebody who is fucking good. Because all those people who uh, went and got those degrees and are now in less than middle management positions want to have really good work on the middling houses that they're building right now. You know what I mean? Like, well, Here's what I think is great. People say, oh, I don't want to be a plumber. You know, they don't make money. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Ben oh, Franklin yeah, Plumbing. Here in DFW alone, I don't, I, they may be nationwide, but the CEO, Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> Shit. has a $7 million home in McKinney. Yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right next to Dirk. Just I mean, saying. You know. It's a shitty job. He cleaned up, yeah, it. he cleaned up some poop, right? <laughs> I mean, shitty job. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he cleaned up some poop, but you know what? It's I mean, not the only thing with plumbing, by the way. Dude, your nails, <laughs> your nails and hands can get real fucking clean in your $7 million home. For sure. Where you can go to a fucking nail salon and be like, look, dude, my fingernails still smell like poop. Can you get this out? They'll be like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Get it really clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want gel coat? Was that, is that your version of a Vietnamese or a Korean no, accent? No, no, I was trying, I to, I was trying to make it broad so it wasn't, wasn't racist. It's okay, broad, it's okay. I like, I like your nails. I like your nails. We love you a long time. <laughs> they, don't, they don't like your nails. In fact, they talk shit about your nails. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> they, they, they'll drop down to local dialect to talk shit oh, about yeah, you. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Talk about your sausage fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so fat. Why is she so fat? Oh, you're so cute. So cute. I like your oh, you're so beautiful. Okay. You're so, so beautiful. Nice. Why is How he so you? fat? <laughs> no, that's what I would say. <laughs> you, need, you need to drink some more. All the cheeseburger. <laughs> Cheese fries. Cheese fries. Who was it was talking about the other day? They were like, somebody was like, man, like, hey, like they moved out of the country and they were like, aren't you going to miss the cheeseburgers? And they were like, no, not at all. <laughs> Like, honestly, I haven't had a cheeseburger for three months, like, before I moved here. There, like, there's a fucking McDonald's in, like, every country. Oh, That's yeah, not yeah, a yeah. cheeseburger. Well, but uh, it's, it's cheeseburger-like. I mean... I've been to McDonald's... You can't even call it cheeseburger-like. Cheeseburger adjacent. Yeah. I've been to McDonald's in India. So much better. Oh, my God. It's gourmet. It's spicy. Okay, the spicy chicken sandwich in Mumbai is not the same as the spicy chicken sandwich oh, yeah, here in no, Dallas. Yeah, totally different. Sure. Wow. I, there, I can handle some spicy food. There's this a... fast food fucking chicken sandwich lit me up. It was insane. Damn. I, you know, I'm on the same well, page in with Mumbai, you. yeah. I didn't, I didn't uh, go to the one in Mumbai, uh, but I went to one in Malaysia mm. just off the mainland of Pankor Island. <laughs> Because the McDonald's was the only thing 
uh, in relative distance, and we were all famished. Yeah. And I'm totally against all that, whatever the hell they're doing with meat. And my grandmaster says to me, oh, no, 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 this is, this is different from the stuff in the U.S. Yeah. I had chicken off a bone. What the hell? I had McDonald's. Real food? Real food? Chicken off a bone? It was <laughs> like it fell off the bone, too. You know when somebody cooks chicken or turkey leg or something like that? Yeah. When you smoke it too long. It's just real, real tender. Yeah. Oh, my God. Damn. From a McDonald's. Yeah. I've just from a McDonald's? it hurt my soul Shit. that I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> Making my mouth water just thinking. Well, about no, it. so just don't be a hipster. All right, don't be like, oh, it hurts my soul though. I got this from McDonald's. Just be like, yeah, it's really good. Well, I, I know, I, I know, I can't. I, can't I, help. I, I probably would have done. Not that I'm, a, not that I'm a hipster or anything. Definitely not. Yeah. Far from it. Josh but is definitely not do, a hipster. But you do ride a Honda. Hmm. Well, okay. Oh, but his on. has a rear fender, so he's not a hipster. I feel like because because if he was a Honda Cafe racer, ugh, yeah, right. I ride. Also, he has too much season. hair. He would have Yipster. to have. If he had your haircut and his beard, he'd be a hipster. That's fair. But I ride all season. I can't be a hipster and ride all season. No, they bitch out by uh, a month and a half. I'm not gonna degrees. lie, dude. Like this guy, his 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 only mode of transportation is the motorcycle, and so like. Sometimes when he rolls up, he's like, fuck, it's cold outside. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then I, when I say, yeah, I know, it's just like, god damn, I don't, I don't even know, dude. Like, I can't imagine that creeping in the cracks of my chaps or whatever the fuck, you know? <laughs> like, it's a perfect analogy. And I love bringing dude. up chaps, too, when they're like, oh, do you have assless chaps? I'm like, all chaps are assless, and they really, really help when you're in high wind and it's cold. So fuck you. You don't know nothing about nothing if you think chaps have asses. You don't understand <laughs> the purpose. Okay. If you're looking for, if you're looking for ass chaps, they're called pants. <laughs> they're called pants. They're called leather pants, and maybe your boyfriend might buy you some. Okay. You know I would wear leather pants. That's also because I just I don't care. See, a guy my size should never wear leather pants. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. First off, it takes an entire cow just to produce the pants. And that's just wrong. I was going to say, as the next size up of guy, I agree. Never wearing leather pants. That's the next size. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm man size. He's beast size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when people thought it's they like saw... It's like 2XL, 3 to... Hey, maybe 4 on a bad day. XL, yeah, it's... When they thought they saw the, the, the creature in the woods, what is that, Bigfoot? No, that was just Connor. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Connor before he that shaved was, all his chest that hair. That was one of, my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite things ever was the, uh, the Joe Rogan questions everything. Mm -hmm. When he was in there, and they put him out in the woods with these fucking Sasquatch guys. And then he did so much like stage work with it. He was like, man... He's like, these guys really want there to be a fucking Bigfoot. He's like, <laughs> he's like, the only people you find out there looking for Bigfoot are single white guys. He's like, you don't find black people. You don't find fucking Mexicans. You don't find anybody else. It's all oh, but but or 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 estranged white guys. Maybe maybe they maybe they're married, but. They really believe it. Well, they're married. They're not getting laid enough. But they're not getting sex. Yeah, they're married exactly. to Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. 
They're married to Bigfoot. Dude, they but are. See, but see, here's the thing, though. You they're say, squatching you these don't woods. see Mexicans going after Sasquatch. You don't. But they're chasing after the Chupacabra. Maybe. It's true. So, I think we all have our own mythical creatures that we believe in that, oh, they has to exist. Mm, wolves kind of suck. I'll just be honest. We don't need anything myth- mythical. Wolves and hogs. Uh, they'll tear up a So that's one of my favorite of things, things ever. Is because like that's why I. Uh, that's why I made that black dog patch is because like, so they found oh. the skeleton yes. of a seven and a half foot dog oh, in England. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the sh- this is what they All they the base that legend. But anyway, like, yeah. was that supposed to be like a? Wasn't that supposed to be a dire wolf? Well, no, the, so the were, dire wolves are different. This was like a legit canine? black dog, like a, like Canis, hmm. uh, whatever uh, the domesticated dog. Is there stories um, about it? But the fucked up thing is, is like in, when they would when they would uh, build a new church, they would literally take a dog and bury it alive under the cornerstone of these churches, so that that dog would guard the graveyard outside the church. Some fucked up shit. There's a reason why England is full of stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> It's historical. I mean, yeah. <laughs> They've been around for long enough to have, uh, yeah, that. But yeah, so they, that the whole association with like that's that's the end. And I was like, if I wear the end on my back, then that's that's it. That end, I grew up with a bunch of people that. We're saying, oh, you're black, dog. <laughs> you're black. Wow. No, it was, that, that, it, was like, it was like a bunch of my friends that were black were just like, yeah, you're the blackest guy we know. And I'm like, what? How, what? It was just a huge joke. And so I, that kind of, it, it's a nostalgic term before it's anything else. But I really, I had to bring that in so it was cool. You so are special. Cool. You know that? Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah, Your yeah. mom and dad were right when they said you were special. Yeah, they For are. Sure. They, they were. You must have got dropped a, a couple times. No, no, no. I just got really sick when I was three and died like twice. Oh. A ruptured appendix. Yeah. Probably a lot of brain damage. Go ahead and feel bad about it. I really do now. <laughs> no, I just want to throw that, that in there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> Joke killer. Yeah. Damn it. You know, the silver lining to my mom passing away is when that douchebag says, no, it's your mom. Oh. I now can no, say. No. I was like, dude, my mom just passed away, you fuck. Ugh. And I can get them to feel so bad about the themselves. The barrel of that gun heats up so fast. The same Don't terrible humor, because I do it with my dead pops. <sighs> and I look at people with the most serious face just to fuck with them. Because I'm a terrible person. That's awesome. But you're not. Yeah. Neither of you are, and that's what makes it so funny. I just like dark humor. Well, yeah, yeah, so yeah, my, my sister and I, we, we've never gotten along. But ever since all this, you know, we both have a very, very morbid sense of humor. And we're sitting there waiting on my mom to die, because we literally pulled the plug. And just all the jokes... And my family knows that I'm the one who will say what's on my mind 
yeah. no matter how inappropriate it is. Right, right, right. <laughs> so my sister and I just at, almost at the same time started cracking jokes. And because it looked, you know, they they took the breathing tube out and they turned off all life-saving medications and stuff. And then every 10 minutes they'd pump her full of morphine to help, in essence, just to help kill her. And they, she'd already been sedated for five or six days at this point. But, oh, yeah, it sounded like she was snoring. I was like, and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Mom is paying us back for all those late nights rushing us to the emergency room because we did something stupid. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And she had to wait until 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning to take us home. This is just payback for that. But, uh, but yeah, that, it was just, it's weird that that's what my sister and I now have. Morbid sense of humor. So, dad just had a surgery, and um, you know dad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they were debating whether they are going to do all robotic or whether, whether they were going to split him open and do all this stuff. And it turns out, you know, they were able to do it all robotically. But uh, the whole time while we were in the the prep room and all that stuff we were all sitting there and i was looking at him and i was like so hey you know my buddy spade's gonna come in here like he bought scrubs for this he's gonna come in here and we're gonna put a hello kitty tattoo right on your lower back i just want to let you know you're gonna wake up with some new artwork because my dad has zero tattoos Mm. and he's like ha 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 and then after that i was like so um he's a little late but he's still gonna get here while you're in the recovery room and the doctor is cracking the fuck up at this point. And just, I'm just trying to lighten the mood because everybody's so fucking serious. Like, people came in to pray over him, and it was really nice of them to come up and shout out to them. But, uh, man, it was, it was rough. But uh, it turned out to be really great. But the whole time, I'm, like, pulling up pictures of Hello Kitty. I'm like, yeah, we'll do the one with the skull and crossbones because it's a little, little butch, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, keep the, we'll make the bow red so it matches your, your new road king. It's fine. No, no big deal. But yeah, just making light of that, um, I think really kind of worked wonders for at least for the people in the room, whether it was him or not. I mean, he he was kind of fucked up at this point. He was <laughs> he had a lot of drugs in his system, so <laughs> you know it was all good. But uh, yeah, man, it's 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 so rough um, to lose somebody. But it is. But honestly, I think my mom spent. At least 25% of a year in a hospital. Yeah. Oh, wow. And now she's not. Right. But, Silver uh, lining. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. She had, she was morbidly obese and she had asthma. I mean, she's probably taking 40, 50 different medications a day. Ugh. Wow. I mean, my, so I take eight pills a day. Damn. And, you know, my medicine box that I travel with is like this. Her normal non-travel medicine thing is like a month's worth. Yeah. But that's her week. And I'm like, and of course, me being me, I was like, well, Dad, at least your your healthcare costs are going to drop drastically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's got to be said, right? That's true. That's true. Got to drop it. Yeah. Fair enough. 
and he's able he's able to do a lot more. I mean, here's the thing. He's been taking care of my mom for the last six years. And that's been his retirement. And we have three cars in the back of his house that we need to upgrade and fix and flip, in essence. And now we can because he doesn't have to spend 10 hours a day being the nurse for my mom. Well, hey, man, that's, that's and great. It sucks because this September would have been 50 years that they've been married. Wow. And it sucks that they didn't get to celebrate that. And that was <clears throat> my, my wife's a, an event planner. So we had started the process of finding a cool venue. Ouch. And I designed up some invitations and all that stuff. And it hit really hard when my wife deleted the calendar event. Of all the stupid shit, when I see that that's gone, that hit really hard. You know? I don't know. Death sucks, but you know, we're all working towards it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I uh, I made the mistake at work. I was when was it? Yesterday or was it Monday? Wait, what was two two twenty four? Okay, so it was two days ago. I was listening. I was at work and I was watching Vanessa Bryant give a speech in memorial to Kobe Bryant, and I was crying. I was like, this woman is strong. And then like. I had a customer come up and why are you crying? I was like, I just did my taxes. I had to give it to my IRS and I was trying to like play it off. But I was like, you know, for Kobe Bryant to pass away and like out of nowhere, and like one of the greatest athletes in basketball and like, you know, Michael Jordan to go up speaking to him and I'm like, oh, that's just like so sad to me. I was like, man, I just, uh, I mean, I agree with what you said. We're just working up to it. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird because you start thinking back. And, you know, over the last six years, I've been gone. You know, my wife and I, we'd moved to North Carolina and then we moved to San Antonio. And I'm just, I just think back of all the time I missed. Because it used to be I worked 10 minutes away from my parents' house. Right. So I'd go over there for lunch. I'd go over there in the mornings before work hang out, have coffee with my mom or my dad, and just chill. And my mom used to annoy the shit out of me because she would call me. And she's like, I never get to see you. And it just always annoyed me. Like, Mom, I was there last week. Come on. And, And now I have six voicemails from my mom. And... I've, I've gone back and re-listened to them. Save those somewhere else. Oh, I already have. Good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I my dad asked me to write the obituary and all that stuff. And it's it's a lot harder than you think. You know, I was just, whatever, just copy and paste some shit and change nah, some dude. words around. No, 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 no. Because that's not good enough for that person, right? But... I get it. I, I try to find the positives and things, and I'm hoping that I get to spend more time with my dad. 
And if, if Tracy didn't own her own business, I would have already moved up here. But she has bookings through 2021 already. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's great. But at the same time, uh, it just means you're going to have to ride more. Put some miles on that brand new Harley you got, buddy. I, I'm actually about to have to take it in for the thousand mile service. There you go. You've had it for what? A month? Not even. Not even. Good there for you. Go. you. <laughs> so all the guys give me grief because I trailer my bike. And my rule is if I'm leaving the state of Texas or if I'm going to fucking Big Bend, I'm trailer. <laughs> <laughs> because I've seen that video and man... That was a rough ride, dude. Holy shit, that road was like, that road was a fucking, I yeah. mean, okay, so I can't even compare it to anything. Like, I, I remember I took my, my Trans Am was slammed and it had an LS6 in it with a bunch of nitrous and shit. It was fast as fuck. But we took it out to wow. Denton to go to the eighth mile track out there. And the road, I didn't have a trailer. I didn't have a truck. I just had my fucking car that I drove every day. And didn't squeeze it, you know? So we were riding out to the fucking track, and it was like, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to have to replace my ground effects. My springs are going to be fucked up. I'm going to bend a rim. Like, it was ridiculous. And y'all were riding out. The, they were riding out this fucking long-ass road. So they, it was for what? Y'all were going to Big Ben to just go to Big Ben, right? Yeah. And you got, a, like, Airbnb? or was Yeah, it? so it was the same weekend as the chili cook-off. Oh, wow. So we got the only Airbnb available, and it was like 30 minutes from town, 20 minutes from town. But everything was looking good, and it, it was late. We'd ridden for about 14, 15 hours at this point. It was like 11.30, midnight, and we're coming down, and it's, it's dusty, but there was blacktop. And then all of a sudden, there was no longer blacktop, and we were still going. And it's a no... Uh, what do they call it, non-bright area, you're not allowed to have street lights. Uh-oh. So the only thing, <laughs> the only thing showing your way is dude in front, his headlights. Uh, so the dude in front's like, shit. So okay. we, get, we get to where the turnoff is off the main road to go up to the house. Except for that's another two and a half miles. Oh my god! And this is going uphill, downhill, and there's. I was gonna say, and the conversation on the video was like, "Wow, it can't get any worse than the road we had to get here." And then it yeah. was like, "Oh, okay, well, yeah." My truck. I have a four by four. My truck was getting banged to hell, and we rode, you know, eight hundred, nine hundred pound Harleys up this road. Uh, 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 uh. And all I remember is. I was in the back with Tracy. She does not like gravel. And this is worse than gravel. This makes gravel look like solid cement. Just loose. And she ended up dumping the bike. Yeah. Uh, And she was... Which, by the way, is a Road King special, right? Yeah, 2018 Road King special. It's a big fucking bike. And so she dumped it. We we ended up just pulling it off, parking it. Because no one's going to fucking see it. Because it's pitch black out there. there's nobody. And there's it's no a black thieves pie. anywhere. Yeah. Right? yeah. So all the back and forth. And we finally just said, fuck it. We you just, say it was a black bike? Yeah, it's a, a <laughs> denim gray. But then everything else is blacked out on it. I was just thinking back to that meme. 
honey, I can't find my road king. And no, it was like, a street glide. Street glide. That was, that was the joke when we were when we were out at the world record ride. There were so <sighs> many. I saw. I was like, man, I got a street glide. All these guys roadblock and all them. They all road glides. And I was like, I got a street glide. I'm different. No, I'm not. Not even. Not even. And then I looked at the numbers, and it was like Harley sells literally 70% more street glides than they do road glides. And then the ultras fall into that as well. So it was like people were calling out stuff over the speakers and shit. They were like, can somebody with the fucking... And then we'd all look at each other, all the people that were parked out here waiting for the parade to start. We were all like, yeah, it's the fucking black street glide with the chrome pipes on it. Good luck, motherfucker. Yeah, like it's it just... I mean, it was the same thing as the meme. That's why he was like, yeah, I can't find my street glide. And I was like, yeah, it's the black one with the chrome. Oh, everybody. But mine's, mine's silver with chrome, damn it. You're different. You're special. You're special. You, hey, man, I'm super special if you fucking start it. Because mine sounds like a goddamn drag car, and everybody else's sounds like a fucking sewing machine. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Everybody else's is... Mine's like... That doesn't mean anything to any of y'all. Sorry about that. Just had to flex a little bit. <laughs> Weird flex. Weird flex. My bike sounds like it has a vacuum leak. Yeah, no. Oh, man. That's pretty freaky. Worse than gravel? I'm not a fan. Riding on gravel? For those of you that don't ride bikes, that's scary. Yeah. It's dangerous. Think hydroplaning constantly. On two wheels. Yeah. Uh, worse than that? That's no, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Can you even describe what the the tundra was like? It's really? worse than that. Yeah, really, it was. Think of fire roads on like state parks and national parks. Oh God. Fire roads are in better condition than this pathway was. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Yeah. I mean, if I would have had my dirt bike with me, I would have had a blast. Damn. But, yeah, it's it's one of those things where you kind of just grip it and rip it and yeah. just hope for the best. And all of us who put the fact that it was just garbage road, we put that out of our mind and just said, okay, I'm going to find a, a track and just let the bike do its thing. Yeah. And once you like a dirt bike. Once you give up that control, riding on it's so much easier. If you let the bike maneuver however it wants and then you react to it, it became a non-issue. We all were able to make it. Now, after that night, we all parked at the main street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's when we wrapped oh, the, that was, that was the guy we don't talk about. Yeah. That's when we wrapped his bike in, in uh, commercial-grade cellophane. It was really funny. Yeah, we saran-wrapped the shit out of his but bike. But also, oh. so, like, everything, <laughs> everything they do on group rides are things that we used to do when we would do, like, car club stuff. And I really want to get it on these group rides, because, but they're so far away. But, like... So the one where uh, y'all put the 13-inch fucking dildo on uh, Team Bradley's Team bike. Bradley's bike. Oh, fuck. They put it right in the middle of the tour pack. 
So this poor dude's fucking riding like, hey guys, what's going on? Like he's looking around, can't see shit right behind his head. Like he can see everything else, but no rear view mirror is showing him. <laughs> There's a fucking dildo on the back of his bike going. Oh yeah, yeah. he was flopping hard. around, dude. Oh my god. So fucking Talk great. about the suction on that thing. Oh yeah. And then uh, who bought who bought Uncle the Ken? who bought the tiny the little like like the stickers quarter inch dick stickers. Ken made those. Oh, okay, yeah, because he does vinyl, right? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So yeah. Justin owns the vinyl company. Okay. Ken runs it because he's bored. So Ken's retired. Right. And. Yeah. Retired Air Force, yeah? No, he's, I think, 100% disabled from the uh, Air Force. Okay. Which but, is what leads into... But he just, he doesn't have to work. Right. So he... He, he, he just maintains his lifestyle the yeah. way he wants to maintain it, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. But, uh, but, yeah, it's one of those things where you have such a close-knit group that you can almost get away with anything. Oh, yeah. As long as you don't try to hook up with anyone's wife. Yeah. Unless they give you permission, right? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's even still, like... No. No? No, no still not? No. No polyamory? Ken and Faith, probably. <laughs> um, but, no. No, no, no. But that's why I give Brad so much grief. Because, you know, he, him and Tracy are wine drinkers, so they, he bought her a bottle of wine on the Arkansas Uh-oh. trip. Or no, Tracy bought the wine. Okay. Which really means I bought the wine. <laughs> and, then, and then Brad bought McDonald's for dinner. Oh, okay. He bought her dinner. Oh, so he was balling. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, for us, though... It's one of those things where it's a true brotherhood. I know I can call on any one of those guys, and they'd, they'd help me out. Oh, yeah. But really, though, that's, that's just the motorcycle. Mm, excuse me. The motorcycle community in general, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I, uh, I used to be a dude with... So you're now a like, chick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you said you used, used to be a, a dude. dude with a right, of, that's what I heard. It. I used to be a dude with a shitload of friends and like everybody, but like honestly, like the people that I trust are at this table, right? Um, you're definitely one. Of the, you, you've always been a salt of the earth motherfucker, and um, I'm, I'm glad we're friends, man. Like for real. It sucks that you live so far away, and that I live so far away, um, and all of you, Justin. Shout out to Ken. Shout out to Justin. You guys are badass. Um, every time we've hung out. Um, all two. Justin, by the way, uh, <laughs> the Crown and Coke excuse, bro, I didn't see any difference. Like, I didn't, I didn't notice. He was like, man, I feel like I was a, I was a dick. He said, I, I feel like I, maybe I was a dick to Connor because I was, you know, the Crown and Coke was kicking in. And it was a little weird. I didn't notice anything. I thought he was just, like, introverted. Like, I was just like, all right, so, well, that's so fine. Uh, you know. Justin I thought is, he was just tired. Well, Justin is socially awkward. Oh, yeah. I mean, aren't we all, though? Yeah. I mean, everybody yeah. who does, like, comedy yeah. or anybody who does, like, fucking, uh, like, video, YouTube yeah. videos or anything. Way. But it's like, hey, man, I don't want to talk to you right now, 
But I'll talk to you through a fucking video, right? Yeah. Or we but can have an interview. Like, if we put it in a setting, yeah. right? But, but the, honestly, though, that's Justin. When, when all of us met, Justin may have said ten words. And that's what I thought. And he was like, oh, dude, I was, I'm sorry about that. And I was like, okay, so, Justin, calling you out. Mr. Bikenbird, we're going to drink together, buddy. We're going to figure this out. We're going to figure it out. But yeah, it's that was the where we are today, our group. That's what I got when I got out of the military and I had my motorcycle. Right. That's why I push. And, you know, I, I hit on my podcast all the time about Project Clean Slate. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. So when I said that leads into. Yeah, that's that's what all of this is really about. I so mean, Project Clean Slate is. So Project Clean Slate is our nonprofit. So the three of us are the directors of this nonprofit. Every penny the podcast earns. Everything. That's Patreon, YouTube. Patreon, everything. YouTube. Yep. Our sponsors. All of them. Everything we bring in goes to Project Clean Slate. And what we're doing is we're going to acquire a 2014 or newer Harley-Davidson touring bike, customize the ever-living shit out of it, and give it to a veteran who is recently separated. Badass. Hell yeah. So, hey David, do you want to ride motorcycles? I've never rode them before. Well, recently separated. So no, 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 I know, but hey, look, look, I mean, we can figure out how to get him a motorcycle. I'm but and all if, of us can. Have you ever ridden guys. a bicycle? Yeah. Do you know how to drive a stick shift? Yeah. You can ride a. Yeah, you, you can ride a motorcycle. Right. There you go. Here's the thing. My wife rides, and she's probably the most technical rider I've ever met. Like when she rides, even her posture is correct, and. I will never ride against her in a motorcycle rodeo. So think of like the motorcycle police officers doing all their obstacle courses. Right. Well, they have that for civilians. They call it a motorcycle rodeo. Right. She came in third place her first time ever doing it. Wow. wow. And it was a co-ed group. Oh, wow. Shit. Then she took first in the women's group the second year she did it and placed in the men's group. So, everyone has the, uh, the capability of riding a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. But you have to get out of your brain okay. to ride. Yeah. And that's, people get so nervous and, oh, what if a car hits me? What if a, what if a, car what if a fucking meteorite lands on your head? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, who cares? I'm, I've hit, been hit a lot. You go down, you get back up, you have insurance, you go to the hospital, you get some shit fixed, and you hop back on a bike. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of where I'm at with all of it. If you want to learn how to ride, just go take a Rider's Edge course or MS, yeah. take the MSF courses at half the price. Yeah. What Maverick Harley? Yeah, I was going to say, Maverick Harley guys. has they, a, a really good program. Ass. They have a... Is uh, that the one in Carrollton? Yeah. Yeah. All 35. Yeah, they, uh, they, they, I mean, you ride 500cc bikes instead of 250s or whatever, so you kind of get an idea of. A you ride in the bike. streets, right? The yeah, the streets, street. like 500 Street, yeah. And if you want to buy a street, they'll give you 100% of what you paid for that street 
towards a bigger bike after a year or after six months. Is it the street or is it the Sportster? Oh, uh, you definitely ride. We definitely rode streets. I'm streets. saying that deal. I think uh, it's I think on it, this. I think it transcends. It goes through okay. uh, 500, 750, and then. So you know they stopped making the 500. Oh yeah. They really. So what are they doing their tests on old 500s? Uh, they're probably gonna. It's probably because they're making uh, 750 and a. So they stole the street 750 for the Bronx. They're, it's gonna be. But they're gonna. gonna be their big CC. Well. Or their small CC. Uh, I think they're just gonna stick with the 750s. And a lot of people get confused around motorcycle CCs. A 750cc Harley and a 750cc sport bike. Totally different. Vastly different. 100%. I ride a, I ride a, just for you guys listening, I ride a um, (laughs) 1700cc. There's actually a calculation. Harley and then I have a, I have a 919cc street bike naked street bike and it's way different the harley will i mean they all do wheel stands but the power band is completely different the harley is way more grunty and and torquey and I so mean, it'll it'll so mine's really built so it'll do a it'll do about 110 in fourth gear and there's six speeds yeah. But it won't do much over 125. Well, it's that you're running into a rev limiter at that it point. It starts. It starts to shake apart. I, I found <laughs> <that's, that's, laughs> it, it literally. It literally gets dodgy because it's the fact that it's that. made to be a touring bike that goes 70 to 90. Like it starts. It starts to deny itself. It has a panic attack, like yeah. we were talking about earlier, and it's like. I don't know what to do because I was riding with my friends that that ride a, a CBR. One of them has a, a fuck. One of them is a uh, R6, and the other one has a CBR 600. What I don't even know. Um, but they're sport bikes, and so I get there way quicker, but they can go way higher. Yeah, I but mean, they're scared to go way higher, so. I get there way quicker, and that makes me feel good. <laughs> so, yeah, like for my bike, it's a 1918cc. Yeah. Uh, with a 117 in it. And. God, Don't make me chase you. I'll get that 124. <laughs> I'm so pissed. That's the second time. Yeah, they, they released that 131. You were like, oh, dude, I could have got it. And I'm like, fuck, dude, Roadblock, how do you get these hookups? Man. Yeah, I, I, I Roblox needs to teach me networking. I thought I knew networking. You do realize I'm a consultant for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go and sell myself to Fortune 500 companies. Honey P, dude. I, it's one of those things where if you don't ask, yeah, they won't give it to you. you never, never know unless you ask, man. Yeah. But it's... Look, being on a motorcycle is a blast. If you need it. And I, I've, I did a lot of thinking. I've driven back and forth from San Antonio to Dallas a lot over the last five, ten days. And there's certain people who don't need a motorcycle. <laughs> they get their kicks working on or upgrading vehicles, cars, or 
they love playing video games. That's their outlet. I would say the majority of your motorcycle riders, they needed an outlet. And if you are ever stressed, when you get on that bike, when you get on, you get out of the city, that stress disappears. Oh yeah. If you ever need to think about something, you hop on the bike, it clears your mind. And I know when my ex and I broke up, you know, I found out my one-year-old wasn't mine. So, of course, BBG. For those who don't know BBG, bitch be gone. <laughs> uh, but I hopped on the bike, and I was living in McKinney at the time. I hopped on the bike and went north. And I ended up in Kansas. And I felt amazing. Turned around came back. And 10-hour ride. And yes, I was flying because I was, I'm an aggressive rider. So yeah, I'm doing 100, 110 and hitting cruise. <laughs> but I needed a motorcycle to be my outlet. You know, I can go and, you know, talk into a microphone for an hour every week and that's a good outlet not the same my motorcycle that makes you a podcaster is a fantastic outlet yeah so i don't have to go and ask okay on this topic who the fuck cares because i'll tell you what i like having this no script no no oh, yeah. point oh, yeah, sure. other than talking to normal regular ass people yep there we go and for for me I would say of the 62 episodes we've published, I wrote 95% of them. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, this is interesting for me. Yeah. But is this interesting to Connor? Yeah. Is this interesting to the 65 year old dude who just learned what a podcast was? Yeah. Yeah, we had they, a couple of those downstairs actually right when we came in people yeah. were like they're like I don't know what a vlog is it used to be a blog is it a vlog now and they were like oh yeah they talked to that guy over there and they point to me and I'm like sitting there with my first drink of the night and I'm like hey how's it going like you do you do, you do the vlogs and I'm like oh, no no I'm a podcaster but I mean it's kind of the same thing without video yeah yeah i mean like we i, I want to start the video element we've, we've talked about that and I've, I've looked at the cameras and shit and i and i have a couple dude i i and we'll talk about that the, offline but like I, i'll do all of my video on on a gopro yeah yeah i mean that's the best way to do it right i mean they're, they're cheap. such great cameras yeah. they're cheap, and, they're cheap. and they work they work well yeah multi-purpose viewing and you can attach it to your helmet after well that's the yeah that's the whole point right yeah but uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's that's kind of. You're goal. getting all dressed up like you're about to leave. I'm about to leave. I got a boogie. I got yeah. an early morning. Yeah. You're like right. Jacks from Sons. <laughs> minus the boots. Yeah. Oh yeah, minus the boots. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna? Who wears white tennis shoes riding a motorcycle? Come on, give me a fucking. Uh, you know, and the funny thing was is that like, so I have right now. I'm wearing armored shoes. Um. I looked up like Jack's Teller shoes and they were like, yo, those are just Air Force Ones. And I'm like, oh my God, if he ever actually laid that bike down, those shoes would pop off like nobody's business. 
he'd have skin toes. Yeah, I mean, whatever. But you know, there's a certain thing to be said about being so hardcore and so MC that you don't get hurt when you lay your bike over. So that's that's the thing. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> it is, no, it's definitely not. Well, okay, I, I, w- I will say this much. I, I bought a pair of Red Wings a couple years ago. On, on, on my advice, by the way. Forgetting oh. that it was your advice. <laughs> Anyways, uh, three days before I totaled my first bike, I was wearing a pair of just thin jeans, a thin button-down, and a thin sweater, a helmet, and some gloves, some cheap-ass little leather gloves. Nothing other than my helmet and my boots, I would say, were really up to snuff. I learned how to roll in the crazy martial arts that I do when I was 19 years old. I learned how to roll. Totaled that bike between two cars and hopped up. Blessed. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. Should have been a lot more injured. Told the paramedics, no, I'm good. I'm good. I've got a couple scars to prove it, but, uh... Not much of anything. And your boots had a really good scuff on them. Uh-huh. But. Character that's, scuff. That's a story. Yeah, that's a story in and of itself. Yeah. Right there. With that being said, if you ride, don't wear Jack Teller's shoes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't, okay. Don't be there. I mean, yeah, don't be there. Be smart. But, uh, we've been talking about a lot tonight. We've talked about diet. We've talked about martial arts. We've My talked about a lot of different things. Um. David, plug your shit. What's uh, going on with you, buddy? So it's going to be, remember, it's a week ahead. So All right. So I'll be at the Comedy Arena March 13th. Check this out. It's going to be a dope-ass lineup. I'm excited about that show. It's going to be, uh, actually, it's, I think it's uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm excited about that one. What are you doing St. Patrick's Day weekend? Going to see David's show? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And where is it at again? Comedy Arena in McKinney. Comedy Arena in, a, in McKinney. Check it out. Yeah. Also, plug your Instagram. David Crow 26 we'll Twitter. Talk yourself, but, you know. Uh, David Crow 24 <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> his philosophy is the best. He, he, it's, it's his name and when he made the, how old he was when he made the account. <laughs> so they're all different. 24, so I made a Twitter, 26, so I Instagram. <laughs> so nothing connects. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. But yeah, Roblox, what you got going on, man? Especially uh, the, uh, the, the, once again, with the, uh, Project Clean Slate and all that stuff. Yeah, so if you head over to BetweenTwoWheels.com, the two is spelled out T-W-O, you can uh, support a veteran by clicking on the Project Clean Slate link and figure out which way you would like to assist. Um, We're also doing a massive saddlebag giveaway. It's not really a giveaway because the only way you can enter is by donating $20. But we've hooked up with this awesome company Advent Black, who does amazing color-matched, stretched they, saddlebags. They made my saddlebags, and they're badass. Yeah. So they have given us a set to give away uh, to help us raise money. So there's that. We're on YouTube. We're on every podcasting platform out there between two wheels. Uh, if you see something that looks like a bicycle, that is not us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might be, but it's a little bit slower. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, other than that, just uh, because of my mom's passing, we we had to miss last week's recording, and then 
I'm not going to be doing any recording this weekend. Uncle Ken's out on a cruise, so we'll be back. Well, I, just, I just wanted to get my dude out of the house, man. Like, you know. Yeah. I heard about that, and I, and I like, ran hey. out of, I ran out of weed. <laughs> and That's the only reason he's here, man. My, my nephew, shorts are green. My nephew has yet to go into Dallas to go meet up with his hookup. <laughs> so, but, uh, but, yeah, other than that, man, it's just go out and enjoy life. And for all the guys out there who still has your moms around, go give them a big hug. Yeah. Tell, tell them you love them because you never know when the next or if that will be your last time. Oh, for sure, man. And if, you, and if you're dealing with loss, Andy, like I always say this, if you're thinking about, like, man, maybe it's the end or if you're, if you're sad or whatever, hit us up. Podcast at gmail.com. Um, the website will be up soon. Um, we're always on Instagram, uh, regular ass people podcast, or actually, and regular ass people, um, Facebook as well, regular ass people. And, um, we love you guys. Thanks for listening and, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Absolutely. 100% subscribe and, uh, tell a friend cause you know, spread the goodness and, uh, we'll actually be coming up as well with some charity work. Uh, we've been giving out a lot of sandwiches lately, but it's, I mean, we'll, we'll have the videos up uh, for the next time we, we do a push. So uh, we love you guys, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Peace.